Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. And welcome to Happy House Families. This is Morgan. And this is Sandy. And today we're going to talk about taking the initiative. I'm sure uh, I know I deal with this a lot. It's sometimes really hard for us just to get started. And so today we're going to go over some tips and strategies on how to help yourself and your child take action. That's right. And earlier today, you helped me take action. Right, Morgan? You did. Yes, <laughs> you did. You're like, you're going to do this right now. You're going to do it right now, and we're not leaving until you do. Exactly. So thank you for doing that. Sometimes we need support from other people. So this actually is step number, this could be step number one. Yes. Elicit support from people that you trust and who can help you. And if you see that your child is struggling with getting started, for example, with a report, uh, you can be that support for them. Um, and also, it, not just support, it can also be accountability. So yes. I know that mm-hmm. if I tell someone that I'm going to do this, it makes it makes me want to do it more if I know someone is kind of depending on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if I tell my students, okay, tomorrow we're going to do an art project, and I don't bring the supplies to do it, then I'm letting them all down. I'm not taking yes. the initiative. And so and saying it out loud makes it so it's like, okay, I have to do this or they're all going to get really upset. Exactly. That's so true. Yes. So saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. And another thing that we can do is actually just talking about why it's important for you to get started. Mm-hmm. So for example, if your child has a report and if they don't get started, then they're going to have a really tough 24, 48 hours before it's due when they cram for it. Mm-hmm. So if they can start early and work on it every day, just 10 to 15 minutes or even half an hour, something like that or every other day, it definitely does help because there are consequences when you don't get into actions. Like earlier you said, if you didn't bring the art supplies, then you would have the consequence of an unhappy class. Yes, exactly. And then I think sometimes just talking to our children about uh, why we do some of the things we need to do. Like if they have chores at home and if they don't take out the trash to go outside, then then the trash man is going to miss the trash and it's going to pile up in the in your house and it's going to smell really bad. Mm-mm. And yes, that's an extreme, yes. but you can just explain to them like, well, this is what happens when you don't take when you don't take action and when you don't get started. It doesn't just affect you; it can affect others as well. Exactly, the natural consequences of all our choices. All our choices. There's a ripple effect. Yes. Um, and so another thing Sandy was kind of saying earlier, like with the project, chunking it into uh, 10 to 15 minutes, uh, that's a good idea. So we can help children break larger tasks down uh, and maybe even just having a, some sort of visual, like a calendar that they can they can see, okay, today I'm going to be doing my reading 20 minutes a day. Uh, and things like that just keeping it visual there's lots of apps on the ipad or on the phone or you can do the old school way just i like the old school way i kind of like the old school way too but i think kids also like (laughs) that they like using the ipads and all that sort of stuff but the students i work with i have them get the big calendars and have them put it on their desk Mm -hmm. and they have to write it down 
And every time I see them, we check off the days as they go by and we figure out what needs to be done. So I like the old-fashioned way still. Yes. <laughs> and you can make it fun with, like, using different color highlighters. Oh, yes, we do that. Yes, different color markers for different subjects. Exactly. Um, another thing is that we can't save our children all the time. So if they are going to procrastinate and you've tried to help them, I think it's perfectly okay to have them have a natural consequence of them getting in trouble with their teacher or their friends getting upset with them because they forgot to do something. Because that also, just having that natural consequence really holds a lot of weight. And then in the future, you can bring that up again. Like, remember when you didn't, you left your report to do the day before and you had to stay up really late and how stressful that made you feel? So sometimes we kind of have to let our kids uh, fail in order for them to succeed in the future. Exactly. And it's okay for that to happen. I think sometimes parents feel like they don't want any negative experiences to pop up for their children Mm because they want everything to be positive. So it comes from a really great, loving place, which I understand. And it's also important just to talk about what what you're saying, Morgan, that it's okay to have these moments where they learn if they don't do what they need to do. And I actually have a little boy that... Um, I'm working with and that exact same thing happened every day he gave his mother a really difficult time with doing his homework mm-hmm. uh, it would take about an hour and a half to get like 10 minutes work of homework done okay. you know and so then I suggested and someone also suggested to the mom let him do it at his own pace and if he doesn't do it then he can you know, work that out with his teacher. And so the next day he didn't do his homework and he had to work it out with his teacher and he did not like that. Yeah. So then now he does his homework by himself. (laughs) Yeah, see, exactly. Because sometimes when we just cater to, we sit there and we're kind of having this battle for an hour and a half, we can kind of just let the natural consequences occur and it makes it easier on all of us. Exactly, that's true. That is true. And also... This is a little bit off topic, but make sure that you have your child also just do their own homework mm-hmm. because mm. I'm sure that you have seen this as a teacher, like homework comes back and yeah. you can tell that's the It's t- not even their writing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. So please work on that. So a uh, funny little story. So I'm working with this other little child who was very used to his parents helping him with his homework. And so the parents have stepped back and... Um, he has a tutor now, and he actually, I don't know how he did this, but he talked his tutor into, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but like type his report for him. Oh, really? (laughs) That's so funny. And part of it is he needs to learn how to type. So yeah, so we had to have a uh, talk with the tutor too. Don't let him manipulate you. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes, Sometimes they have really, really good skills on convincing, but you know, we have to remember the main thing of, Make sure your child is also doing their work. So I know I did a little sidetrack, but I just had to say something. No, and that is important. Plus, homework is supposed to be for them. We've already completed school, so, you know, it's for your child because they need to practice those skills. And, yes, you know, sometimes they're going to be too tired and they're not going to – they're going to fight you on it, but it's better – to have it just be authentically theirs, then you just kind of finish it for them so that it's done. Exactly. And I like how you say that. It is for them to practice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think that is about it for taking the initiative. Um, If you have any questions or any topics that you would like us to, uh, to talk about, please email us or look at our website at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. That's right. And I just want to say one quick thing. So when your child does 
start take going into action, make sure that you do praise them for that. Yes. And make sure that you do acknowledge that they've done a good job. So once they get into action, make sure that you mirror that back and give them positive feedback, whether it's a high five, verbal, you know, something verbal that you say to them or even a reward, Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, you can also do that as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.